Hello, everyone, and welcome back to All About the Stars, the world-famous and the only podcast podcast available for gold star lesbians. <laughs> I am your host, Joe Mama, and I am finally back after a long break of YouTube and stuff like that because 2023 has truly been a trying year, but... Good things have happened as well. And one of the good things is our special guest today. Hi, my name is Julie. <laughs> Julie is in the building. <laughs> Woo! So, Julie, uh, introduce yourself to the crowd. Hi, my name is Julie. Thanks to our lovely server we have called Venus Garden, I will give more details later, I was able to stumble upon our guest today, Julie, and she has some very interesting topics to talk about today. So let's just go ahead and get on to it. Are you ready? Yes. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Um, I'm a 26-year-old Asian-American lesbian. I met... (laughs) on this podcast actually that's how we met is i found her podcast on youtube um and then i listened to it and i was like i really like click with all this stuff so um i think she at the time was in a server and she was like if you're interested join the server and so i did and that's how we became girlfriends (laughs) (laughs) not her getting to the good part already (laughs) But yeah, so we have a couple topics that we're going to be talking about today, Um, specifically what it was like growing up um, from my point of view, and then also like coming out and other stuff like that. So let's just get on into it. (laughs) (laughs) All right, Julie, before, wait, what? All right, Julie. So the first question I have for you today on this topic here, growing up in an East Asian household, (laughs) I'm just going to go ahead and ask you the question so we can segment right into this topic. Mm -hmm. So was there a strong emphasis on education and academic achievements in your household? Honestly, no. (laughs) My parents were not like the stereotypical Asian American. I'm like asian parents um so like only my mom is east asian my dad isn't east asian but i won't say so i don't dox myself well she do be running the house yeah (laughs) like my parents they were more like chill go with the flow type of parents um it wasn't really until i met other people at school where i was like oh wow they're really like focused and determined to do really good and i saw that and i was like oh i kind of want to emulate that mm. and i actually was really bad at math like really bad i almost failed my high school geometry class can't imagine being bad at math i'm actually really good at math <laughs> but yeah i mean besides that um I think some things that really stood out growing up in my family was we got to travel a lot. Mm. Um, Literally, like, my parents are travel junkies, so we've been traveling ever since I was a kid. Like, I grew up in one part of the United States, and then, like, we moved, and then we stayed in Texas. That's where I live right now. And I grew up in Texas, and I feel like I really enjoyed my experience growing up here. Um... Like, I guess growing up, I never realized that I was Asian. (laughs) It's true. Like, it's true. It was only when I interacted with, like, like, quotes, Americans, that I realized how they viewed us. I guess, like, the first time was when I was a kid. I was on a bus. And these kids, like, they were, like, um, you know, doing the little, what is this called? Slant? Yeah, they were, like, doing, like, the little squinty eyes at me. And I was, like, oh, god what is that (laughs) that's horrible yeah i went home and i told my mom and my mom was like what (laughs) (laughs) what as in confused or what as in like like disappointed no like i think confused my parents like they don't really i don't know like i think my parents they mostly hung around other asians so they didn't realize how things could 
or like they didn't realize like the little things that could happen to kids like asian kids growing up in the u.s um like i mean obviously i feel like every asian person has been called like ching chong or something like that at least once like it happens and like it's very typical for us to be considered chinese if we're not though or they'll be like ni hao <laughs> but yeah i mean i felt like growing up i had like a really good childhood and everything like that and then like as i as i got older that's when i realized like all these little differences and like communication styles and other stuff like that because i feel like um maybe i was taught to be like more um what is the word not up like the opposite of upfront when i'm communicating with people like typically there's like direct communication and then there's indirect communication and I do think, like, I am more like an indirect communicator where instead of telling somebody, oh, I really think that um, dress is hideous, <laughs> I would be like, oh, you know what? I think that other dress suits you more. Or I'd be like, oh, you know what? Like, that dress could be good on you, but maybe if things like so-and-so were different, it'd look better. So that type of communication is highly encouraged. Yeah, I think it is. Mm. But my mom is like, not encouraged by my mom but encouraged by like other Asians in general like my mom is definitely the blunt person who'd be like yeah you look ugly <laughs> and like that's another issue that we're gonna talk about is um <laughs> my mom <laughs> oh my goodness we're going straight into it all right Julie segmenting it away from that beautiful story <laughs> we're gonna deal with the, the deep stuff in the Asian community, which is going to be dealing with homophobia, or I guess lesphobia, both. <laughs> so let's hear what you have to say about this. Mm, I think when it comes to homophobia in the Asian community, it's not that people are inherently homophobic, like no one's going to beat you up because you're gay, but they just are just highly disapproving of it. My mom, she was like, Julie, are you a lesbian? And I was like, no, why would you say that? And she's like, okay, well, if you are, it's okay. And like, I truly thought she meant it was okay. But as I'll later explain, I mean, as I'll later, like, tell you guys the story, it was not okay. But my mom said it was okay. I think more so for Asians, it's like, out of sight, out of mind. So they, if you are gay, they just don't want you to be like, really upfront about it like basically they don't want you wearing rainbows and like looking like a drag queen <laughs> well that's cringe anyway yeah it's highly cringe but yeah i think right now they're pretty i'm not gonna say accepting but as long as they feel like you're doing okay in your life they're not gonna they're not gonna be like extremely upset about it i think what could happen is like with this I call it the, you know, the there's the LGB. And then there's the TQ. The <laughs> there's the B is over. We're not keeping the B. Actually, anybody listening to this right now and there's a B, LGB, no. We're cutting you off too. Bye. Yeah, because actually that's true because we're just talking about homophobia. So we're just talking about. This doesn't include you. Yeah. Okay. So, yes. Um. So, like, basically, like, the TQ plus ABCD EFG stuff. I think that's stuff that could actually get people in the Asian community and people like in Asia against lesbians and gays mm -hmm. like that's what I've noticed so far is like all the stuff that I've been noticing is like people were okay with you being gay like they're okay with or at the most they're like they're not gonna stop you from being in your lesbian or gay relationship but then they see all this like weird um drag queen stuff and they're like why do we want that in front of our faces? Like, and then the thing is, like, the TQ plus, they force it onto you. Um, like, they have, like, parades and then, like, basically half naked walking down the streets. That is super disturbing as a regular adult. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I think, like, right now, like, the TQ plus is what's captured. Unfortunately, like, it's linked to the LG stuff, even though like they have nothing in common, but like to common day people, those things are connected. And like when they see this like insane stuff, for some reason they link it to like just normal lesbians and gays just living our normal life, trying to love who we love. Mm. 
Going back to that direct and indirect communication, I believe the difference between Asian and Black people is that it's quite direct <laughs> communication. So, you know, if I was a rainbow warrior, I'd definitely get flack for it. But, you know, since I am not, it hasn't been like, it, and it really hasn't been an issue except for, you know, the older people in my family. But yeah. I guess Asian people are less likely, well, you can verify, are less likely to, like, aggressively insult gay people. Yeah, but I don't black think people they will, do. If, you know, if you start getting on their nerves and um, be like, you know what? <laughs> and then it just goes down from there. <laughs> yeah, I don't think, like, Asians are one to aggressively insult. Um, more so, like... I don't know how they approach it. I mean, I know from my point of view, when I came out to my mom, like I officially came out when I met Joe Mama, and I was like, you "Yeah, just say Joe." <laughs> <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, I'm dating um, Joe," and then I thought my mom would, you know, be supportive or at least okay with it because she was the one since middle school that told me, you know, it's okay if you're a lesbian. And then I told her, and she was like, "No, you need a, you need." She literally tried to kick me out of my house. I mean, out, out of our house. Wow. But it was only my sister who stopped her from doing that. My sister was like, mom, you can't do this. Or at least wait until I complete school and get a job. And then you can kick me out. Completely uncalled for. I don't even know what to say about that. I was very disappointed. Yeah, I was very shocked. <clears throat> um, I was very shocked. But I guess... To clarify that story, I guess I should start and go back. For me, coming to terms with the fact that I was lesbian, it was like a really long process. It was like a years long process because I really felt like, oh, Asians can't be gay. For some reason, I just had that feeling. I was like, oh, like I don't, I don't look like a butch or like a stud or anything like that. I just look nor like uh like my normal self. Yeah. Everyday gal. Yeah. Like my, <laughs> and I didn't feel like, I don't know why I thought it was just aesthetics wise, but I was like, yeah, I don't fit this aesthetic. I don't like tattoos. I don't like um, these like piercings, piercings or Septum anything. Septum piercings are ugly. Just let that be known. <laughs> if you have one, you should take it out. Whether you are a lesbian or a bi head. <laughs> but yeah, I was like convinced. I was like, oh, there's no way I could be gay. And I was like, I was desperate. I was, I felt like. Not that I was, like, trying to do conversion therapy on myself, but I was like, you know, I think if I give this time, eventually I'll, like, be normal or, quotes, normal. Mm. And so, like... Because as we've discovered, they are the ones that are completely abnormal. <laughs> but, yeah, like, I spent, like, years trying not to think about it. I guess, in retrospect, I am someone when it comes to, like, large pr problems where I try to, like, distance myself. I get... What is it called when you're... There's like a clingy type of thing, and then there's also like um distant, like disassociating. No, I forget what it's called. It's like a type of, mm, it's almost where I ignore the problem, and hope it goes away type of situation. Hmm. I forget what the term is, but it doesn't matter. Like I think, yeah, <laughs> you but, get the point. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I I tried doing that for a while, and regardless. But, okay, here's the thing that I will point out. You know, like, I see a lot of people online. They're like, yeah, my um girlfriend, she's Asian. And, like, they're super homophobic. And that's why she dated a man. Um, no. No. I never, ever, ever was going <laughs> to do that. I'd rather be single. <laughs> Seriously. You guys need to quit that, you know what, always trying to impose that oh these people in these third world countries these these lesbians they're, they're forced no they're not so shut up <laughs> yeah and like if you're forced and just you know be single right yeah it's not that big of a deal i i mean like i know like when you're single people kind of look down on you but i mean if that's what you're gonna have to that's what any normal lesbian would do to prioritize her happiness. Mm -hmm. If she has to be single, that's what she's going to do because there's no other option. Idiots. <laughs> but yeah, I think I think when I turned 23, that's when I was like, 
I'm gonna try to live a better life. And we'll get on to like other topics that are like other things that I did to achieve my goals. But one of my goals was like coming to terms with being gay. Um, I could I didn't I couldn't like outgrow it, even though I wanted to. Duh. <laughs> <laughs> and so like that's when I eventually met Joe. And that's when I you know like now that I'm dating Joe, I don't want to stay in the closet because, you know, she deserves to see my family, meet them, and then also, like, meet my friends. So I was like, okay, let me just come out. <laughs> and then? Oh, yeah. And, like, you know, like, I'm really the type of person who approaches things head on. So, like, when I eventually, when I finally had the courage to tell my friends, because, you know, like, I had these friends that I've known for like almost a decade and I hadn't told them anything. I think they might have felt something because, you know, I just stopped pretending to like talk about males or anything like that. Like I just wouldn't even mention them. Um, and like one day we sat down and I was like, yeah, I'm gay. And like my face was a tomato. <laughs> that day was iconic. We were literally in a boba shop and they were just staring at her like, what? <laughs> yeah. And then after I told my friends, was it after? Uh, actually, before I told my friends, I told my mom because, you know, I wanted my, I don't know why, even though, because I don't feel like I had the best relationship with my mom, but. Hey, she told you one thing, so you were under the impression it would be fine. Yeah, and I guess another thing is she was wondering, like, why I was going out and, you know, obviously wow. look like I'm going out on dates and whatnot like that. So I told her, I was like, yeah, I'm dating this girl. <laughs> and my mom went like batshit crazy but you know she's kind of batshit crazy anyway so <laughs> when this happened it wasn't like something out of the norm i was like you know what in a way i kind of expected this this seems more like the normal reaction i'd get from her wow yeah i'm not the only gay person in my family i actually have a gay cousin like a gay male cousin and oh. so do you know if he has experienced any issues with coming out or anything like that um, from what I know, my family's actually pretty, well, that side of my family is my dad's side of the family, and I think everyone knows, but they're pretty, like, shush, well, what is it called? Hush-hush about hush. it? Yeah. Um, you know, I think they just support him, like, his goals in life and everything like that, and then they see that he's happy with his boyfriend, um, and I don't think they've ever said anything to him about it, because he's actually one of the most financially well-off individuals in the family like he's a doctor with he's he has his doctorates medical doctorates and he also has a phd wow i guess it runs in the family that the gay ones are always the smart and financially stable <laughs> ones i guess they should take a hint <laughs> <laughs> well i don't feel like i'm financially stable but i have been working towards that. she gonna be <laughs> okay so Next topic for you, Julie. Then, mm -hmm. so I know you mentioned that you don't have that stereotypical lesbian look. So, since I'm also femme, let's talk about what it means for us to be femme. <laughs> <laughs> I guess for me, like, um, I I'm not really like stereotypically. I don't feel like I. What is it called? Like when you purposefully look gay or something like that. Oh. Mm. I, I don't know what it's <laughs> called. It's like so you can attract other so people know that you're gay and you other can queer. Yeah. Basically <laughs> something like that. I'm not like that. Like I have long hair. It's my natural color and everything like that. I don't have tattoos or piercings. Oh, I guess gross. I'm considered a chapstick femme or something like that. I don't wear makeup. Yeah, I don't like makeup. But neither do I. Makeup is cringe. Come on now. But yeah, I guess by femme it's more like i just basically am innately feminine i don't know would you say that i'm starting to honestly think it has to do with short hair long hair because <laughs> <laughs> and maybe like dressing too like oh yeah aesthetic mm -hmm. and you mostly wear neutrals too hmm? mm -hmm. yeah i wear neutrals just because I, I like the idea of a capsule wardrobe <laughs> even though my wardrobe's not capsule. She do be a maximalist. Yeah. Mm, well, my thing is, I do love the color pink, and I like wearing the color pink. And pink is a feminine color. Yeah, whatever. So, 
Yeah, and I would like to grow my hair out long, and I don't even. I knew something in me couldn't be masculine when I literally cried at the idea of having to cut my hair off again. Yeah, I really because I did to go like do a big chop to have my natural hair grow out, and one time it got really tangled, so I was like sobbing to my, <laughs> to my parent about like what am I gonna do like this hair needs to be untangled I can't cut it off again like I was literally sobbing so yeah after that point I was like okay it's that's what that is <laughs> <laughs> maybe it is like long and short hair I don't know but I kind of feel like it's appearance wise and how we present ourselves to the world like me I think in general most people aren't gonna assume I'm gay or look gay or anything like that and if they find out I'm dating a woman they're gonna be pretty shocked I don't know if it's the same for me well actually I guess so because of the, the party yesterday <laughs> someone is, or asked if I was gonna <laughs> get a Slavic boyfriend whenever I go to Europe and I'm just like bro what no. <laughs> so I guess it happens to all of us. Mm -hmm. Yeah, I mean, I've heard stories where even butch women, they've been asked, oh, are you married? Do you have a husband or a boyfriend or something like that? So it does happen to them too as well. But for feminine women, I think it happens more often. Mm -hmm. And I think people are also convinced because we're feminine like or feminine appearing that we want to have those things and it's like no i just look like this <laughs> <laughs> exactly like this is my aesthetic mm -hmm. i do have a question for you so are there any changes that you like to see in how feminine lesbians are portrayed um hmm i do think like feminine lesbians are pretty sexualized in media definitely and yeah they're very sexualized that's like a fact um i don't know i mean i just want like normal portrayals in media but the thing is i'm not expecting heads head society to yeah head society is definitely not gonna do us some good so this is the perfect time to start plugging some of our projects I'd like to take a quick break to give a shout out to our sponsors today, aka Venus Garden. Venus Garden is a lovely Discord server dedicated to the growth and community for Gold Star lesbians. We do have plans of doing some sort of visual novel, maybe a game or something like that, books, all types of like creative works in order to uh, to get our voices out there and you know, let the world know that we actually exist and aren't just some TikTok beings, fake being rejects who always lie about everything for no reason. And we're not liars and we're real and we exist and we're not like made of fictional idiots or something. I don't know. <laughs> so if you would like to join our server, please let me know in our email that I will put up on the screen and I will and there is a voice verification process that is necessary for anyone to join. Let's get back into the podcast. As I was last saying, I do not feel like Het Society is going to do us any favors portraying um actual lesbians cuz they always like when it comes to femme lesbians, they always portray us dating men before and no. That's just not accurate at all. Um, I really wish they just portray us as, you know, like normal women. Normal women that date other women, that love other women. Only. Period. Because <laughs> tell me why there's literally no valid, good, like, lesbian actress other than, like, what's her name? Ellen DeGeneres? No, actor. Um, what was her name? Joan something? Joan something. You're her fan. I am. <laughs> what was that lady? You're like, oh, she's only, she's definitely lesbian, like, and she's not in that many things. Sogi. <laughs> um. Yeah, Stan Red Velvet. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> hmm. What was her name? I don't remember. She's definitely your girl. Who was it? She's an American actress? 
You said she was only dating women. And she has a wife right now or something. Dang, I really don't remember. Oh, Jessica? That's the YouTuber. Who? Ew. Oops. Yeah, talking about her? Ew. <laughs> but yeah, I don't think wearing makeup makes you femme. Let me just state that. And I also don't think wearing, um, like, what is it? Revealing clothes makes you feminine. No. Yeah, honestly, it just makes you look like a uh, walking head meat. Sorry. <laughs> yeah, I said it. Meat. Because <laughs> you can just tell when someone's dressed, most women, are dressing for, like, male gaze. Like, I've noticed, I'm going to call it out. I've noticed this thing where the shirt when you have like regular clothes on the shirt is down in the front but it's up in the back so you can see the butt and i call that the head walk because bro i always make sure my butt is covered that's just me or am i crazy i don't know it's just a game theory <laughs> <laughs> oh jody foster oh my gosh yeah, yeah. jody foster is my woman <laughs> yeah jody foster like has only been dating women I love her because she's super smart too. She went to like um, a Ivy League university and she speaks different languages. Ooh, I did not know that. But yes, Jodie Foster is like the one girl we got. <laughs> yeah, she's like the one. But you know, the thing about her is she actually doesn't say that she's a lesbian. She never officially came out as lesbian. And I do think they purposefully kept her sexuality vague. So that she'd get more roles. <laughs> yeah, right now we're looking at like lesbian actresses list, and like a lot of them are not. Literally, literally the only one that is is Jodie Foster. Mm -hmm. So yeah, moving on. All right, Julie. Now that we talked about that, I know you did mention a. A few moments ago that you are on the track to finishing up school so what do you have some advice on what you're gonna do and what other lesbians can do to ensure financial security I guess I'll start by saying like this is definitely not a simple like there's no simple or short answer to this question or no like simple short solution a lot of things are gonna take years for you to work on to you know to get like financial security oh yes it is very easy to get like trapped in that like get rich quick type of videos and like do this right now to like overcome the recession in 2024 like you guys say this and i know you mean well but you honestly just want people to sign up for your course that cost a thousand five hundred dollars so we're not doing that like if you're going to actually help then help but don't just keep trying to sell us some stupid course that we don't need because it's stupid <laughs> did i mention that it was stupid <laughs> but yes it is quite easy to get caught up in that sidetrack and not actually focus on goals that you can do right now to get you towards that future that you want so do continue so like i'd start off by i'd like highly recommend to a all lesbians if they are like interested in like higher education for them to you know go to college and to get a degree but the more important thing is if you're getting a degree you need to know what to do with that degree because like the worst thing that you can do is to get a degree and then to be like oh man I really don't know what I what I can do with this and then you're kind of stuck in limbo because you're like I don't know what to do with my degree and you know as time goes on like you don't really have that many options you can go on to get a master's or you can get a phd but it could also be a waste of time there are a lot of people who have phds and they're literally working at subway <laughs> subway <laughs> so i'd always recommend like rather than having like focusing on a degree i'd focus on like a career that you want mm. um and also like another thing is if you're not interested in school i wouldn't go to school mm. yeah because like i don't like as lesbians, we shouldn't be forced to do things we don't want to do. Um, but if you are interested in school, to go to school and, like, focus first on, like, what do you want to do as a job? And, you know, like, it's a job, so you don't have to, like, love it fully. Honestly, for me, it's more about, like, the financial security, like, what job? She's throwing slugs. <laughs> <laughs> 
Yeah, this is definitely an issue I have in my life. Um, I do have a kind of all-encompassing degree, but I definitely need to crack down and look into those job fairs on campus and see which one is going to be right for me. Yeah, but you have time. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah, I don't want you stressing about it because, like, these are things that I've realized growing up. Like, you know, I'm 26. If I could go back in time and change what I was doing back when I was 21, before I was about to graduate with my first degree, I would really, really, like, encourage myself to sit down and, like, figure out what career do I want? Like, what career has growth? Which career is, like, stable and also, like, you know, other stuff like that. And, you know, a career isn't something that's enjoyable. Like, for me, I'm not dreaming about having a job. (laughs) It's more like I'm dreaming about what I can do with the money that I make. Mm -hmm. And so, like, that took me quite a long time to figure out. It wasn't until I was 23 when I sat down and I was like, you know what, I can't live like this. At the time, I was working as a barista. And, you know, like, being a barista is one of the, like, it's something that I really enjoyed, but I knew it wasn't a long-term career. It was going to help me get like that financial security I wanted. So when I was 23, I sat down and I was like, what can I do with the degree that I do have? And I had a degree in um, like something in STEM. I was like, what can I do with that degree? And in my area, I was like, oh, you know what? I can work in the medical industry with that degree. I had to go back to school, but I planned when I was 23 that by the time I'd be 27, I'd like have everything planned, like worked out. And next year, 2024, I will be 27. And I finished, I finished school. I literally just finished school for my second degree. Wow. Thank you. Very amazing. And hopefully once I take my license exam, I will be like at a job that's very financially secure and stable. And it's a job that never has any layoffs or anything like that. I mean, I don't want to say it in like right here on the podcast, but if you guys are interested, you know, go ahead and join our server. Yes, period. It's not like a sus job or anything like that. It's like a very common. Yeah, it's a very common job. And it's like one I'm not afraid to share. It's just like this is a podcast online. So yeah, we got to be safe around these streets because, you know, YouTube and all these other byheads and, you know, <laughs> but yeah, definitely not a such job. I guess it's like a job in the STEM field. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So yeah, I'm very excited for what 2024 has for me, like other things to do to ensure financial security. Like obviously the obvious ones are don't get into credit card debt. don't gamble like for me i know myself i know that i would be the worst gambler on the planet because you know i'm definitely the type of person to throw everything at the wall and so that's why i've never gambled ever i i just don't have that self-control and i've known that so i only just play games with my friends but never gamble very good i do have a tiny bit of a gambling issue you know those gotcha games really (laughs) just love to snatch at your heartstrings and your your dopamine receptors so i'm trying to be calm but they really test me they truly do (laughs) so when you were figuring all this out did you have like a a map of sorts like drawn out or written out that was like a plan for you to follow and how did you do that Yeah, actually, in 2023, when I was like, you know what, I can't live like this anymore. I don't want to be like a hikomori (laughs) anymore, even though I wasn't. But I was just like, you know, just messing around like that. I was like 23. And I was like, you know, if I do all these things, because, well, let's see, when I was 23, I did write rather than like a map, it was like a list. I was like 23, I'm gonna finish my prerequisites for this next degree. And when I did complete it, and then that's when I applied for my um, second bachelor's degree. And I got into the school and it's like an accelerated program because I already had a prior degree and I basically had all these classes done. And so when I was 23, I told myself, I'm going to complete all this by 27. Mm -hmm. And I'm 26 right now. So next year I'll be 27. Mm hmm. So yeah, like I didn't, when I was 23, I didn't expect that I would complete all these things. And 
I guess like I don't know if manifesting is true, but I guess like I did manifest these things. I also manifested having a girlfriend. Hey. Yeah, and I <laughs> met her. I like my goal was like meet a girlfriend or have a girlfriend by the time I'm in my second degree. Like, Ooh. yeah, and I met you then. Very amazing. <laughs> she manifested me. And honestly, I manifested her too. <laughs> but yeah, I guess in regards to like other things, I really do think school is one of the best ways because it kind of raises you up to have a higher paying um, job. Um, like myself, I know a lot of like all my friends are women and almost all my friends. Well, actually, all my friends are making are like financially stable. They're making really decent, like a livable wage. If not six figures, very close. Mm-hmm. It's true, yeah. So, oh, I do have a bit of advice as a younger one who didn't, who's not planning on going to like a specialized school. So I think because Julie told me this and I was like, dang, she right. Um, not the motorcycle. So anyways, <laughs> so I was like, you know, I probably I should start attending these job fairs, even if it's not for my particular major, because even then, if if you know you have the skills for something that might not be like your major specialty, but, you know, it was probably already too late to change your major. You should definitely still go have your resume reviewed by your friends and the career center that's on your campus or anyone you know that is like a professional one that can help you with that have them review your resume just go in give put practice interviews give your best foot forward to the person that you're speaking with and don't be shy because i know rejection rejection is difficult but hey no is better than fuck no so just go in there <laughs> yeah nothing's hotter than <laughs> money <laughs> oh she said the quiet part out loud <laughs> I'm just joking, but like on a serious note, because I know a lot of maybe I don't know if the listeners are younger, but I feel like a lot of people that are Gen Z, you know, they say like, you know, I'm not I don't want to focus on work. And, you know, like it's just the reality. I don't want to say it's a reality for everyone, but for most people, they need a job to survive. Yeah, to survive. Yeah. Economy does not play. Unfortunately. Yeah. (laughs) And so, like, I just choose a job. Well, one you can manage. Yeah, one you can manage. One that isn't going to, like... Make you rip your hair out. hmm And just choose one like that. For me, I chose a job that basically is in high demand. And also, like, very hard for you to get laid, laid off. Because they need that specific um, work. Or those specific skills. And, like, I think I... I think... If you know what I'm talking about, you can easily guess what type of job I'm talking about <laughs> because, you know, it is a STEM job and yeah, stuff like that. Um, oh, I guess another thing you could do is don't date a buy head. Hey, because she's going to take you all your money. Mm-hmm. I was kidding. <laughs> but she probably will. So <laughs> go continue. Um, yeah, I mean, that's exactly what I would say is like you want to date somebody who's gets it. Yeah, who gets it and is also working towards it doesn't have to be the similar similar thing joe is working on something very different from what i'm doing but i know joe also has goals to ensure financial security for herself absolutely mm-hmm. those goals i cannot share <laughs> <laughs> but yes i have been making uh <clears throat> like a smart goals type of situational guide for myself so what i plan to do instead of just like going through this year as I usually do, like just kind of, kind of, sur- I don't know, just getting by every day. I found a way that I can split the year into somewhat like four different years. And so that gives me more time to focus and zero in on things that I want to achieve in those quarters of the, the year. So, <clears throat> so since we have 12 months, it's going to be four quarters. And so you need to come up with some goals for yourself. I would show a picture, but this thing do be jank. So I'll just have to say it out loud. No, no, you should keep it to yourself. You know, sometimes it's not not my goal. It's the topic. But yeah, like another thing I do want to 
like why are we talking about this because you know 2024 is coming up and i know like a lot of i don't know why this is but i feel like gay men a lot of them are actually in high paying jobs but i don't feel like it's the same for lesbians why is that maybe yeah like we gotta be up there like um rich lesbians gotta take over the world you know (laughs) highly agree all right guys so this is what you're gonna do for this quarter or what four year one year thing i'm trying to do so you're gonna make six different topics the first topic is gonna be personal relationship second is professional and content if you do anything like that or like work, I guess. And then third for me is going to be professional relationship. Fourth is financial. Fifth is health and mental. And then sixth is health physical. And then you're going to make those four different quarters and do the six different topics for each quarter. And then that's when you're going to put your goals for each top, each topic. And those goals are going to obviously be personal to you. But the thing to focus on is making sure you know why you're doing those goals and things that are actually in your capabilities that you can do to achieve those goals in those quarters of the year. So yeah, if you like that advice, it's pretty simple. Just make a table and make the list and then just go from there. In regards, like, I do think, like, this is something that I've been thinking about. Like, there are literally so many rich gay males. Like, I don't know. Okay, here, I know. (laughs) She won't let it go. No, I'm not letting it go. Actually, let me talk about this. Because I think this is something why I'm so, like, adamant. Yeah, adamant about this topic is, like, actually, okay, Miss America. It was bought by a Thai Tim. Like, a Thai trans woman quotes trans women okay (laughs) but you know basically a male he's a gay male and it's like how are they getting this money to do what they want to do wait do you mean miss america like the whole franchise around the world yeah or miss world oh or miss universe oh yeah he he bought miss universe okay and but actually he went bankrupt but we won't we'll talk about that later that's what he gets (laughs) yeah like he bought the franchise and it's like dang how are they getting this money and you know like i think lesbians need to be up there actually not i think i know we gotta be up there like we can make and there are ways Mm -hmm. you just gotta analyze sit and analyze and then make a flip you know (laughs) i think for lesbians like a lot of us are i don't want to say pushed but for some reason we do more so lean towards like the arts and stuff like that and i'm not saying you can't be an artist if um i'm just saying like if you don't have those skills to focus on things that you can do (laughs) (laughs) bro she's going off the deep i'm just kidding (laughs) but yeah like i really want to see rich lesbians and i i want us to not pander to other people like ellen degeneres or um ellen page <laughs> ooh, ooh, ooh. she reading them for phil like why are we pandering to other people no i don't want us to be like that i want us to be independent and i want us to build us an actual lesbian community which i guess we can move on to the next topic she out here taking the initiative now let's go so uplifting lesbians and fighting the right community yes i know like we talk about gold stars a lot but it's really important because we're a set of women with very different experiences to other women in the world um and the thing i've noticed with people who try to be like like us like lesbians is that they'll always be like there's not one shared experience between lesbians like everyone is different and it's like bro if i found these people i know now and tell and then say there's no shared experience like i've been meeting so many different people people who are and aren't inside of our awesome server and we do have a shared experience and that's the difference between me and you hun so please go over that you i feel like these people don't realize that they really truly don't have anything in common with us at the end of the day anything important mm-hmm. they be coping <laughs> and seething (laughs) but yes you need to find the right community you need to find other lesbians you know who are also looking 
for a better life for ourselves. Like we're looking for financial security. We're looking for better mental health, better um, physical health. And, you know, I'm not saying like there's a simple solution to any of those things because they're not. They're based on you as an individual and also like your needs and other stuff like that. Um, I'm just saying like I think lesbians, we need to stick together in order to focus on our needs. Um, I think we need to stop pandering. That's one of the most like important things we need to stop Man, doing. that pandering, I swear. Yeah, date other gold stars. If you're a gold star, don't. Just don't. Yeah, just don't. Because like there's nothing good that comes out of it. Like I honestly have rarely seen there's, anything good. There's, what do you mean rarely? Rarely? Zero. Oh, yeah, zero. Yeah, basically zero. <laughs> there's literally zero ever documented good relationship. Yeah, like the gold star that I know who's dating a bi-head, she literally is a retard now. <laughs> you can't say that on youtube oh um she's a dummy like she actually like i think her iq actually progress like regressed and now she's just like a complete dummy nothing she says even makes sense anymore and it's like <laughs> IQ i mean Dang. like basically you need to find women you know like okay i think first of all don't tell you don't let people tell you that it's males who are like preventing women from living the life we want to live no they have nothing over us it's other women that sometimes be getting in the way of like how like how to uplift ourselves and it's simply because they're always trying to uplift the male it oh i mean it's just so weird it's like they try to bring others down and put males up when they're literally not the topic of discussion at the moment it's like so strange you know that's crazy because i actually chose a career where most of the people that are working in there are women so i feel like if if you're smart i think you can guess what i'm what job i have (laughs) but like basically i chose a career where it's mostly women but you know the crazy thing is i still feel like it's so insane but like even the few males that work there they're like crazy about them they're like oh they're like less drama they just are better communicators and i'm like dang we're even gonna play that game here in this field and like bro like they actually male people that work in my field they (laughs) they can get paid more even though like why this is a women dominated field this is a job that was specifically for women and then now that you can make like a livable wage with this males decided to join up like or join this career and it's infuriating i hate working with males in my job because they're so freaking lazy (laughs) they get so much like they get so much praise for doing job for doing stuff that women do for real like it's just it doesn't make sense to me and they're first of all they're so rude they're actually like legit so rude in my job i've never met a nice one oh my gosh okay yeah okay now i'm ranting but okay let me get back to the topic of uplifting lesbians you just basically you gotta find a community for you that tells you hey you're better than this you deserve more than this mm-hmm. you deserve to live in a world where people respect you and you know what if that world isn't i mean if we're not living in that world we're gonna make it exactly there's definitely a difference between like always like oh you know like thinking oh like men have a hold on you and then there's thinking like men are the issue how am i gonna overcome that issue <laughs> you know yeah, they they be in this world with us, but it's not just them that be causing the harm. Like you guys got to realize it's by head women. It's by heads, like <laughs> it's the all of you guys. It's not just the male by heads, it's the female ones too. Mm-hmm. It's the ones who say you can still be a lesbian after being married to a male. No. You absolutely cannot. And that's just a fact. I'm well, sorry. If- I don't know why you want to be one so bad, but it's just not gonna happen. Let me clarify. If you okay, if you live in the US and you willingly marry a man and then you and then you divorce and you call yourself a lesbian, no, that doesn't make sense. If you're living in like a third world country and you're like a 14-year-old girl and you get and your parents forcefully get you to marry a male, of course then you yeah, you can still be a lesbian. Like that's 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 a whole different thing. thing. Yeah, like that's not a choice. You didn't make a choice to marry a male if you live in the third world country but if you are an adult in a third world country not forced to do 
child freaking marriages, yeah, then you do have a choice to just be single. Yeah, nothing mm-hmm. wrong with being single until you find like until you like I guess I don't know like find the time or environment to be the person that you want to be. Mm-hmm. And that's what I would encourage young gold star lesbians: be single if you're in like a really homophobic environment, and also find a way to uplift yourself. And right now. I feel like one of the most important ways is financially. Go to school if you want. Find a career that, you know, you're able to make money with. Because I hate to say this, but you can do so much with money. You know, I'd rather be, I'd rather be poor, I'd rather be um rich and sad than poor and happy. <laughs> like y'all have seen those memes, right? This girl is on the opposite. <laughs> That's what I like about her. <laughs> And also, stop being delusional. <laughs> um, I be delusional sometimes. Not delusional in the part that can help you. Stop being delusional about thinking like, oh, well, um, if I just do X, Y, and Z and do a, ta- a table turn, then this girl I'm interested in will definitely be lesbian and she'll like me. Like, stop. Just stop. <laughs> you know, that is another important thing. I think, like, us lesbians, we're so focused on finding a girlfriend. And I do think that's really important. Yes. like you know like it's a very integral part yeah it's a very integral part of us but i'm not gonna say you should i don't know focus your whole life on finding a girlfriend like there are so many different parts to being a lesbian it's like how how should i say this and that's recognizing it's rare it's not common mm-hmm. okay that's why you guys get a bit confused when you go on TikTok and see hashtag Willowa, hashtag LGBTQIA, hashtag lesbian. And then you're like, oh, my God, she's so this and that. And then you get, you know, butthurt when you find out that's not what the truth is. Like, you have to actually be using your brain and be being a critical thinker. Like, critical thinking is a very important skill. Well, no matter where you come from, no matter what language you speak or what skin color you are, you have to use your critical thinking skills to make these accurate what accurate analyzations of people that can help you move in the world and not get yourself hurt or find yourself broken with an std with an std (laughs) like what the heck (laughs) bro like i know a woman if a woman's hot okay it's not an excuse for them being a head. okay just Continue on. You're going to find yourself an actual lesbian who you can actually have a fulfilling relationship with. That's why I always say focus on yourself as an individual. Grow yourself, like, physically, mentally, however. And then the right person will come along when you're ready. So, Julie, I do have a question about this topic here. So, I know you mentioned school being going to school being a big part of that like financial security and getting towards the things you want in life. So I have a question for the girls who don't want to go. Mm-hmm. So how do you recommend that those individuals seek some sort of mentorship in the lesbian community? The right lesbian community, not the fake one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like mentorship? Um, Here's the thing. I feel like lesbians are so spread out. So it's probably not feasible to find like a lesbian mentor. Not for online. everyone yeah not for they'll just go searching on google for one because yeah. you're gonna get burned <laughs> yeah okay if you're not interested in school you know like my parents they weren't interested my parents never went to school um but they were able to find like a job that was able to bring financial stability for them well not maybe stability but some sort of financial success for them um i think it's really about the connections you have in life knowing the people like knowing the people that you know but the only way to in like to know people is to interact with people. And I feel like some of the lesbians that I met are quite shy. <laughs> I mean, like, you know, it's understandable because, you know, like we're living life and we're experiencing things that are so different from normal people. They'll never be able to understand us. Never. And like I can see why that would make you shy or like, you know, just like more introvert reserved. Yeah, reserved. Um, there's nothing wrong with that. Hmm. But sometimes, if you do get het he- advice, do take it with a grain of salt. <laughs> mm-hmm. Do always think about what's best for you. Yeah. And, you know, like, I think this is something that I've been thinking about. As women, we don't have to be nice. Period. Yeah, like, we can stop being nice. 
if yes. if if it doesn't like even like <laughs> why are we nice all the time you exactly. know like for what in fact i feel like us being nice is what's led us to being like a doormat for all these willowa abcd efg people and so people get pretty upset with me especially because i'm more like you know cutthroat kys <laughs> like find the rope type of person <laughs> so when i'm like you know going on my tangent they're like, um, you don't know anything about uh, lesbians. Go like, go talk to some actual queer people, and then go. They'll talk to trans people. Like, what are you talking about? Why would I do that? Why would I go talk to the very people who got us in this predicament in the first place? I'm talking to you right now, aren't I? And look at you, trying to always criticize us for you know, not being like you when you're the ones who wants to be us it doesn't it's very weird it doesn't make sense but at the same time it does make sense because you hate us because you ain't us <laughs> yeah like i'm just tired of people like they get so like weirded out by the fact that we're not nice like we don't have to be nice we don't have to um worship these people that don't even do us any like they're not doing us any service no like the people that come up on joe mama's instagram and they're like um, you're a man <laughs> oh i'm a man because i just say my opinion you know if and you know it's always bad friends that do this oh this is oh. A, yeah you know like this is another topic maybe i mean i guess we could just go on yeah like actually girl no <laughs> like you know these bad fans they be bothering us for real they say that we're not allowed to quote unquote insult other women but you know it's other women that got us into this problem Males ain't doing nothing. They're literally useless. <laughs> Getting so ensnarled in this whole like, oh, I must be with him and have his baby thing. And then they just keep going on and on and on and perpetuated it, perpetuated it onto other people. And they even impose it on other freaking heads who don't want males. And then they just ruin the world. <laughs> <laughs> I guess what I've meaning to say is like these bad friends, they literally come up on Joe Mama's page and then like all the time yeah and they're like how can you say this you're not an actual lesbian and it's like bro i'm saying this because i am yeah if i was like you then i wouldn't be saying it i'm saying it because i'm not like you so don't you think there has to be a difference between me and you this is why i'm a freaking mathematician because i'm always thinking these things out very simple and they always use very complex like formulas that don't make sense yeah like make it make sense how the math ain't math exactly and you know okay i do want to go back to another another topic that we talked about is like what does fam mean to us oh sorry my voice cracked what it's does fine. fam mean to us i don't want to say like to all the butch or androgynous or stud women that hear this podcast you're so lesbian you're so a woman we're just focusing on what our experiences are like as a femme lesbian. Period. Mm -hmm. You're still valid. You know, I, I kind of don't like the word valid, but you know. You are valid. <laughs> she in her virtue signaling era. <laughs> yeah, and you know, I know like, okay, this whole ABCD TQ plus stuff is definitely affecting more so like butch women, like mask women mm -hmm. and or mask lesbians because, you know, I'm only focused on the lesbians right now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> I just want you guys to know, like, you can still love women by being a woman. You don't have to transition. Even though transitioning, it's nothing. Like, it, you're still a woman at the end of the, end of the day. Like, you're just a woman with less parts. <laughs> yeah, and, like, and also, like, in debt, like, medical debt, because you decided to, like, do all this random stuff that isn't even real. Like, it's fake. Yeah. It's a delusion. It's literally delusional. Like, making yourself look like a man it's not even working because you don't look like a man some of them some of them do be passing okay but they still do still be women <laughs> the, yeah sometimes i guess the tips sometimes be passing the tims never tims never pass yeah, i never. always make sure i know when a tim she tried to test me with this one modeling guy he's blonde she tried to test me with this one tim thinking i would think it's a regular woman i knew from the jump that that skinny mother I, I just knew <laughs> i knew i knew okay but yeah like i if it's not their appearance it's their voice that'll get them because it's so easy but tiffs on the other hand they do be a little more a bit more complicated so 
Yeah, but like you guys are still you nothing changed. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna be honest, except how you look. Yeah, <laughs> and maybe like, how you sound. I just like I'm so worried for like this future like generation of mask lesbians because mm. I know Gen Z doesn't like being called butch, whatever or stud or whatever. Like I'm worried for you guys because I think a lot of you guys do have body dysmorphia, dysphoria, dysphoria, dysmorphia. Dysphoria. Oh, sorry. <laughs> Body dysmorphia is when you look at yourself and you don't see what you actually are. Oh, okay. What does dysphoria? Dysphoria is like more so uh, focused on your sex characteristics rather than your oh. weight and stuff like that. But like, yeah, I, I hear like that's a common thing with you guys. And, you know, like, I'm just really sad. Like, this is the world, how the world has come, how the world treats you guys. But, you know. And there's no adequate, like help out there that can actually give you solutions that will help you instead of so what fake solutions that'll harm you yeah because these medical transitions they're gonna harm you in the future in multiple ways and bodily financially Mm -hmm. mentally like this not worth it it's not a solution if you want to date women i don't know why you want to date by heads but like that is not the way to go you know, just remain your masked, beautiful lesbian self and date other lesbians. Period. Period. Okay. And, like, I don't know. On to the topic. We can talk more about Venus Garden. Yes, let's do that. Okay, so if you guys are interested in joining an actual gold star lesbian community, we did talk about it before. We have Venus Garden. It's a Discord server. We do voice verify everyone because, you know, we want to ensure that it's all women. And I think we do a pretty good job of ensuring that it's all women um and you know like lesbians yes (laughs) yeah because like if you're not a lesbian and you try to join you're a predator literally yeah just don't because like we're just and we just talk about you know normal things that happen to us in life if you need advice you can ask advice there and actually get some decent you know mentorship if that's something you feel like you need but it is 18 plus so i do have a few other things i can shout out well not really just one other thing my youtube channel obviously subscribe and my instagram account is literally called gold star lesbians and on tiktok too i have that same username so i got lucky with that so if you just type in gold star lesbians on instagram or tiktok my account will be there and you can follow just to feel like you have somebody else in this world that gets it TikTok, I'm low-key starting to not lo- like. Well, I've already hated it, so what am I talking about? Not low-key, high-key. TikTok, I hate, but I still post on there because some. I feel like there's like one or two people out there that I can still get. On Instagram, it's a bit better, and my, my uploads are well-received, but I have taken a break from posting as mainly for people to discover rather than to like see on the feed, I guess, at this point. I can try to offer advice, but I do be cutthroat. I'm like a tough love kind of person. Like, if you tell me, like, I like this girl, but I'm going to just tell you to block her. Like, I'm not going to tell you, well, well, you should look in your heart. and Like, no, you should not look in your heart. You should block her. <laughs> I think one of our, like, one of the people in the in Venus Garden, they have a point. They were saying, like, it doesn't matter what ethnicity or race you are. Um, at the end of the day, we're still people. And... I agree with that, but, you know, sometimes, like, there are some cultural differences in life. Me growing up as an Asian-American lesbian, I did feel, like, sometimes a little, like, a little bit strange or odd. Like, a little different. Um, I would try to join these lesbian communities, but, you know, in the U.S., it was, Mm. like, they weren't, they didn't look like me. They didn't have any similar cultural experiences that I had. And sometimes because of that, I felt like a sore thumb. I didn't really get along with them. And even just a few experiences can mean a lot to some mean a lot to somebody rather than none. Mm-hmm. And I think when I met Joe's Discord, that's when like I was finally able to be with a group of women that I got along with. Cause we're like from all over the world, all different backgrounds. And I really enjoy that as well. And also I like being in a group of women that aren't like you basically worshiping by heads like i'm tired of them it's so weird yeah like i've came across 
my fair share of lesbians who do that. Like, I remember one time I had this whole ordeal with this one girl who was like saying Zendaya's cute and sent it in the in the channel for things that are related to like cute things. She sent a picture of Zendaya. And I'm like, delete that right now because what are you doing? <laughs> Get that thing out of here. Like, have you lost your mind? She may be a, objectively attractive with it, but she's not a lesbian. So don't put her here. Well, that's not the case. Put her in a different channel. Don't put her in cuties. That's for cute things. If you were going to put it in the woman channel, then put it in there. I swear. Some people, but whatever. So, Julep, if you are all complete for today's and this wonderful things we've discussed, please give an outro to our lovely crowd that's watching. Bye, everyone. I hope this stuff I may said made sense. Yes. <laughs> Maybe I'll, like, listen back on this and be like, why did I say that? It's okay. This is what this whole thing is about. Just hearing about the experience of actual lesbians in the world and seeing what they have to say about everything going on. I hope you enjoyed this podcast and do reach out and comment and like and subscribe if you want to keep in touch that has been it for all about the stars and we hope you have an amazing day or night